0: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Keeping It Real On Purpose, the podcast where we come together with real talk about real issues and struggles in life, relationships, and business all on purpose. I am your host, Edna White, and today our guest is Marcy Grossman, who is... A author, a a very new author with something that we all know and love or can really hate. But I'll let her tell you that. And she's also a speaker. Marcy, welcome to Keeping It Real on Purpose.
1: Thank you, Edna. Uh, Excuse me. Thank you, Edna. (laughs) I am so happy to be here.
0: Yes. So how do you show up in the world?
1: Well, I try to always show up five minutes early. <laughs> <laughs> I am I'm a CPA and I try and help people understand their money and have a better relationship with it and, uh, and control their lives by, by owning their money.
0: Okay. So before the show, we were talking about, um, your new, your new project, your new book, can you share a little bit with, about that with our audience?
1: Sure. My book is called Money Marcy's Guide to Financial Literacy, and what it is, is a guide mm-hmm. that people understand a lot of the various everyday financial topics that they will come across in their lives.
0: Wow. And so, I know that you said have a better relationship with money. Can you share a little bit about the bad relationship? <laughs> That we have
1: <laughs> well sure because some people must hate money the way they throw it around <laughs> but but uh i i think of just if you don't understand it it's money is a tool right and if you don't understand how to use your tools and to use them to get to where you want to go to use them properly mm-hmm. then then it's not a, a good and healthy relationship and uh i think I think it is so important in our lives to have money be a tool that we understand and can use properly right. to get to reach our goals.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, because we, we do have different goals at different times in our lives, uh, especially when we start you know, making money when we're teenagers. Can you share a little bit about maybe the, uh, some goals that maybe a teenager would have with money?
1: Well, sure. A teenager, depending on their situation with their family, might be buying their clothes or buying their car and keeping it insured. Mm-hmm. Uh, they be paying for their dates and their social life. They might be saving for college or buying tools for whatever they think their future endeavors might be.
0: Right. So how can they have a better relationship? Are you saying that it's saving some money? or How can they have a better relationship to build uh, wealth?
1: Well, by knowing what their goals are and then breaking it down into what the financial component of those goals might be, then they can start to make a plan and start to set a budget so that they can reach that goal.
0: Okay. Well, you hear that, teens in the audience if you're out there, set better goals and saving is part of it and and putting things away and even investing, would you say, Marcy?
1: Absolutely. Um, Investing, the biggest thing is people are afraid they don't have enough money to make it worthwhile to be investing. Mm -hmm. And I'm a big fan of the various mutual funds that are out there. Yes. A lot of the mutual fund houses will let you start investing with very small amounts of money. Mm-hmm. And because you're investing in a mutual fund, you know, that small amount can grow. It can be diversified depending on the fund you invest in okay. and give you a huge, a huge start on whatever your, your bigger goals are.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. So now we're moving on from teenhood, and we're maybe we're 25 to 30. Um, can you share, um, ha- having a better relationship with money at that age range?
1: Sure. Well, the question first off is where are you living and where do you like to be living? Are you in your parents' basement? Are you in an apartment with three roommates? Mm -hmm. Are you in the start of uh, getting into that personal relationship that may evolve into marriage and a family? Mm -hmm. And you're going to want to be putting away the money to get you toward those goals. and If you're moving out of your parents to an apartment, you don't necessarily need the huge down payment you might want for the house, Right, but you can see somewhere off in the future, you're going to be wanting to get that house. Maybe you'd been in a situation where you hadn't needed a car before, or now you're moving into some profession where you need a car that doesn't make a lot of extra sounds when you go from here to there. <laughs> <laughs> those are not necessarily impressive mm-hmm. to, to the people who want to feel that you are someone in, in whatever their professional sphere might be. Right. So, those are all things to look at. Those are goals. Maybe you have student loans and you've got to focus on what is my plan for paying these off. Maybe you're putting off the house so that you can pay down the loan, mm-hmm. or maybe you're managing the loan payments so that you can build toward the house. Right. These are all intentional things. I mean, that's one of the most important things is that if you have goals, it allows you to be intentional right. and choose what's important to you. Because what's important to me at 25 may not be what was important to you at 25. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And,
1: uh, and it's important to set your own goals, not just uh, follow what someone else used as their goals.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's very good. That's good. Because, uh, yeah, that is really good to, to be important, to worry about your goals. That's really good. I like that I like that a lot okay so now we're moving on with thirty-five, forty. what do we think about you know a better relationship with money there
1: well at this point in time you probably if you're going to have a family probably have that family and probably have that house or maybe you're still working toward that house but the big thing you should be thinking of is if you haven't been putting away money for retirement before you mm-hmm. really should be doing that now oh wow Yeah, in my book I have, and on my website, I have uh, Excel sheets that show the importance of investing early, and how the earlier you invest, even smaller amounts, Mm -hmm. the growth that they can get from just that longer time of being investment, how important that is. Oh, yeah. So, you know, the money you put away at 25 is worth more than the money you put away at 40, but the money you put away at 40 is worth more than the money you put away at 50. Mm Mm-hmm. So... At 40, you should be really taking that look and saying, okay, where am I at? What, right. what is my goal? Right. And i on track to achieve that.
0: Okay. Okay. So now we're moving on from there. Okay. <laughs> moving on from the 40s. We're going to get to the 50s and, and, and the 60s. Now, what are we looking at to have a better relationship with money?
1: Well, now, theoretically, you might be thinking more seriously about that retirement and what your retirement might look like because what it looks like will change what you need for it it Mm -hmm. it used to be the the common rule was oh i need x dollars to be able to retire right and we've really wisened up as well as excel sheets and and all of the software that's out there gives us better opportunities to really look at the data Mm -hmm. and what we want to do is instead of looking at how much money you need to have as your overall goal is you want to say, what is my spending like now? And what is it I want it to be in retirement? Because for some people, retirement means taking that dream job, which, you know, might be working at a music store for minimum wage Mm -hmm. for the fun of it or working at a bookstore. Um, You know, not that these aren't wonderful careers, they are wonderful careers, but not all of us have the skill set to make that a real career, right? Mm-hmm. And so, any of those passion products, projects, or maybe you're thinking right. for my retirement, I, I want to travel, or I want mm-hmm. to things that are more expensive than what your regular uh, day-to-day life has been. And those are things you have to evaluate to determine what you need for retirement. Right. And those goals for retirement need to start getting more concrete at 50 and 60, mm-hmm. so that. You're, it's not just, you know, when you're, when you're 20, 30 years old, your goal for retirement is I'm going to put away what I can afford and I'll think about it later, but right now I'm just going to put it away and let it grow. Right. Mm-hmm. If, if you're 60, you need to be more concrete about what those needs might be, what right. your plans might be, what your health is, what, what, uh, your life demands are. You might mm-hmm. still be caring for, for an older parent at that point right. in time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, all, all of those things come into play. Hopefully you've got a house, but at this point in time, maybe your kids are gone or you see them going in the near future and you want to consider whether you want to be downsizing.
0: Right. Right.
1: And, uh, so all of those are, are things to think about.
0: Right. Great considerations. That's great. So what is the favorite part of your book? Because I know that I, I took a walk through time regarding better re- uh, relationships with money. What is the best? What is the, your favorite chapter in your book?
1: Oh, I think, well, they're all my favorites, and, <laughs> and I can't, like, having a favorite child, like, I'm like, I tell my children that whoever brought me chocolate more recently. <laughs> um, That's good. <laughs> I have a very short chapter about the importance of communicating. Okay. And I think that not enough can be said about how important it is to communicate with your partner about money. Okay. Um, you know, I think it should be a part of pre-wedding counseling. Okay. I think it should be something that you sit down at least annually, if not, if not more often to talk about the big money, the little money, where you are and what your goals are because this is, this is your life partner. You should have the same, Life goals and and financial is a huge part of oh, yes. like life. Oh yes, oh
0: Opportunities are absolutely. Yeah, I agree with that totally. I've seen um, relationships and and even one of mine uh, kind of go to go just 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 end because of um, money matters. You know, and money does matter. <laughs> it does money, matter. Money does, you know,
1: matters. It, it does everything. I've seen. I've seen marriages where one partner brought in debt the other person wasn't even aware of.
0: Yeah, right, exactly.
1: You wouldn't have married them, but but they would have made different plans. Right, exactly. With different expectations. And if you don't know, then imagine two people rolling around. Exactly. You don't get where you're going.
0: Right. You're just spinning around in a circle. <laughs> just totally in a circle. Well, that's great information. Um, so where are you going from here? What are your, what are your next, you know, big projects or your big plans, because this seems like a great, um, endeavor to, you know, show up in the world and share all of this better relationship with money and it's needed everywhere. What are your next big plans?
1: Well, right now I am putting together a teacher's edition that could be used in schools.
0: Mm, Very good.
1: I am working on an audio book.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There are some people who prefer to to uh, read their books that way. Yeah, and uh, I'm putting together questions for book clubs so they can have discussions about about my book and about money in ways that is not necessarily too personal for the mm-hmm. club. And uh, I'm always collecting more stories for my next book.
0: For your ne- yeah, for your next book, and what type but, of stories would that be?
1: Stories of people's financial challenges. Okay, and gotcha, gotcha. So, so in in my book, in yes. my first book, it has you know many of the chapters have stories that people shared with me of financial challenges they had gotten through, mm-hmm. and I think storytelling is an amazing way for people to learn.
0: Absolutely, it's
1: hard. To- it's hard to learn from, from just a textbook, but sure. when you hear a story and it helps you put it into perspective, sure. it just makes it much more much more accessible. I think accessible yeah. may be my favorite word in the world. <laughs> <laughs> so, so,
0: no, I thought it was chocolate. I thought it was chocolate.
1: <laughs> that's my favorite food group. <laughs> When my chocolate is accessible.
0: (laughs) That's it. You're in your heaven, right? You're in your heaven.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. But but so so I'm always collecting those more stories because your story in your past, if I were to, to include that in my book, there's someone who would read my book and who would say, oh, my gosh, I didn't understand what Marcy said, but Edna's story made everything clear. Yeah. And... That's just what I what I wanna do. I don't know if I'll call it revenge of Guide to Financial Literacy right, right. or Guide to Financial Literacy Part mm-hmm. Two or whatever. It'll be it'll be something and, and uh, as I said, more stories. I'll probably cover some topics and mm-hmm. ideas I did in the first book because there's always more.
0: Right, right. Exactly. Well that's that's really great information. I'm glad that we were able to walk through this financial path because I really like that. I really like what you offer. Um, and I know that um, lot of, a lot of the world needs it, um, especially this generation here that doesn't know how to, um, you know, about finances, doesn't have a love of money, just knows they have to spend it, <laughs> you know? So that's really good. You know, I'm glad that you're, you're um, doing this and showing up like that. How can uh, my audience um, find you?
1: Well, I am easy to find because I am all over the internet. Mm -hmm. My website is www.moneymarci.com and that's M-O-N-E-Y-M-A-R-C-I. My book is available uh, on Amazon as both paperback and digital and on Barnes and Noble, it's digital. You can go to your library and request they pick it up on OverDrive or uh, Hoopla. Mm-hmm. Which are the library electronic um, book services? Right. I TikTok, I LinkedIn. If you look up money Marcy, uh, you should be able to find all my sites. But my website has links to all of mm-hmm. all of my social media. Right. And, um.
0: You're also you know, on Twitter. I'm, You're on Twitter as well, right?
1: i'm on twitter and instagram and linkedin i have a Facebook group that shares tips and i blog via my website so i am trying to spread financial literacy as as far and wide as people want to learn it
0: absolutely wonderful well that's terrific well how i wanted to ask you now marcy is there anything you can give my audience to encourage them anyone that's either looking to start a business or, you know, um, wanting to do step out into the world like you are in, in financial, um, you know, management or literacy. Is there any, any, encouraging words you can share?
1: Oh, there is so much need for people in the accounting profession from accounts, payable and accounts receivables, clerks, bookkeeping on up. Um, so it is very learnable. It doesn't necessarily require, you know, a four year degree to get into it and it is every business needs it. So if you want, if you want to find a job where you're going to always be able to find a job, spend the time and and learn how to do financial, um, services.
0: Right. Awesome. Well, Marcy, this brings us to the end of the show. Audience, thank you so much for listening. And um, we want to thank our guest, Marcy Grossman, today um, for coming in. Money Marcy with the financial management and how to have a better relationship with money. Thank you again for being here. And um, we thank you, audience, for listening in. But right now, we're going to say bye for now. Both myself, Edna White, and my guest, Marcy Grossman. Bye now.
1: (laughs) Thank you.